0: This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spin, save, and invest. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and your people. So in the spirit of effortless finance maintenance... Here's how Chris Black says connected with his people.
1: Jason, down here in Atlanta, I've linked up with a new tennis coach, and he's wearing my little ass out on the courts uh, multiple times per week.
0: How's the tennis, though?
1: The tennis is great. No, the tennis is great. Yeah, he's he's blown my back out in more ways than one. Understood. You know, I thought maybe my stature as like a kind of returning king to my hometown, I thought maybe this was going to be gratis. <laughs> that isn't the case, and I was asked to pay for these services.
0: oh! So you had to support a small business?
1: You know, whether you're sharing a perfect day with friends or sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, let's not do that, and gifting uh, with the number one finance app in the App Store, that's money, baby. That's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting.
0: Good to hear from you, bitch. That sounds like a Kanye West-style message. Is that is that safe to say? The coolest thing he's ever done is say, good to hear from you, bitch, responding to a text
1: message. But this is how long gone, Moto Mammy TJ in the building. <laughs> Jason pushed this recording back a few minutes because I think he's feeling a little under the weather after maybe some drugs and alcohol last night at the rosalia concert at the beautiful youtube theater
0: i was in fact being a moto mommy uh guilty as charged you were you were throwing it up for the 51 year old white dudes who still haven't come out yet (laughs) and i was with all my girls and my gays no, no, shutting no, down no. the beautiful YouTube no. theater. Oh. Let me tell you something. The pavement crowd... I could eat dinner off the floor I, there. It was pristine. The pavement crowd
1: was not 51-year-old and gay. They were 48 years old, working a record store, and have never had sex with a woman or a man.
0: Uh, I just want to make that.
1: I just want to make that. Okay. So they put the
0: incel in cell indie music is what you're saying. But
1: I will. I will say it was also... It was at a new venue. I saw Father John Misty and pavement back to back at a a new venue called the eastern that also i could have eaten a um a locally sourced hot dog off the floor (laughs) there beautiful beautiful venue
0: okay that's great that's wonderful when you say back to back do you mean like like one day after another or it was literally the same night no 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 one day after it wasn't a double header okay friday night father
1: john misty saturday night pavement Mm mm-hmm I know you didn't think it was possible, but I think I've reached peak whiteness. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have to kind of dial it back this week.
0: You, you need to diversify your bonds just a little bit more, musically speaking. But I'm I'm sure a lot of, you know, a lot of people were there to enjoy those, uh, nap time style music bands. Father John
1: Misty's the best, best live show I've seen in a very long time. Like I was truly blown away. Like he's got the full horn section. I was like, (laughs) damn, this motherfucker's in his prime.
0: Like I was, I, he was killing. Nothing says old white guy like the horn section. Mm, just really rounds it out. That brass coming in, nice. I mean, look, if you're gonna, it's so a nice full sound, like a Seth MacFarlane kind of style, exactly. like groovy, exactly, like yeah. forty, like forties band. If
1: you're gonna have, if you're gonna have five tour buses, mm-hmm. it better be with with guys that have been playing the oboe since '65. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need, I don't need dancers and all this other bullshit. You know what I mean? I just need. Just great players. Just, uh-huh. And sometimes it's tough. It's tough to find those, but I want to hear about Rosalia, um, because I saw a lot of my, so a friend of mine, Mitch Ryan, is, is doing like, he's like the videos you see on the screen. Yeah. He's doing that. Like he's the director. Oh. And, um.
0: Give Mitch the
1: fucking Egot, bro. Mitch killed it. Mitch is killing. And I, and a bunch of my, so a bunch of people I knew were at the show partly. Like people like you, thanks to our friends over at Columbia Records, and also <laughs> you know friends of friends of Mitch's as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Rosalia on my timeline, and also
0: every hot person in LA was there.
1: I imagine that, but how were the seats? It looked like you were right centered, right in front of the sound booth, fifty yard line.
0: I was good. I was I was probably in the second best section. There there was the floor seats where it's you know just standing room floor people, and that's where people you know like either like the that's kind of where the super fans go yeah. because like the industry people don't want to be like standing there getting. like, like cried on and people holding signs and stuff like that like come to brazil ja 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 type of shit and like people who work at Pac sun like having seizures because rosalie is there (laughs) but uh (laughs) i drove here all the way from garden grove in my mom's honda and i'm gonna fucking die tonight more or less same vibe but so while we were kind of in the industry section of all the people who weren't famous enough to like be able to park in the separate cool guy section but we we did mm-hmm. we did have yeah. to we did we did get tickets for free so it was nice but yeah it was like it was like the first middle section right behind the floor and so the seats were amazing but at the youtube theater over there in inglewood there's no such thing as a bad seat I think they finally figured
1: out, you know, after a hundred years of live music, you know, <laughs> they, they finally figured out how to design a uh a a proper venue where people can see. And there's still, of course, a little bit of hierarchy, like at the at the Eastern there's like a mezzanine level that's just, you know, a little better. It's not it's not too much better, mm-hmm. but it, it does require a wristband um that I'm not sure if you can buy or you have to be blessed. Thank you to <laughs> Kyle over there at, uh, at, at our friend, our promoter friend here. Who he actually did the How Long Gone show. Oh wow! Um, okay, they did they did Father John and Pavement. But yeah, the, seeing from everywhere is um, kind of crucial these days. I feel like
0: yeah. And another trend I've noticed these days uh, are, are shows that happen with no openers. Is this a thing that you have noticed? And I guess it, maybe this is more of a a trend in the world of lower attention span demographics whereas like like when we when you saw pavement there was probably one or two openers yeah but uh for this show no not a one
1: i was at elmere there was an opener uh suki waterhouse opened for father john suki okay. if you're if you're rosalia like who's gonna uh, who's gonna open for you like a dj maybe
0: yeah probably a dj The all- i think it's a post covid thing uh just as much mm, as maybe. like the, the style or genre of music like when if you're like an old band and you've been playing and promoting shows for decades, it just feel, it's just a thing that you do. That's how it works. And then young people were like, wait a minute. Like, why? Like, I don't want to, like, we're all here to see the headliner. Well, we don't want to sit through, you know, the Venus X DJ set for fucking 58 minutes or whatever is going to happen before Rosalia.
1: Yeah. I mean, part of that is true, but I also think that like these a lot, like Rosalia doesn't come from like a scene. You know what I mean? Like Rosalia would just be having someone open for her that she either knows and likes. Or the labels like, I'm gonna need you to take this person out. Mm, Whereas like
0: mm-hmm.
1: bands, you know what I mean? Like bands traditionally come from a world where like they support it. It's it's just a little bit of a different when you're like a, a pop star that like. You can literally help your friend out and give them $5,000 a night if you want, or you can just opt not to do that and you're still going to sell the same amount of tickets. It's a beautiful place to be. <laughs>
0: it is a beautiful place to be, but I, I th- yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. There isn't really, she doesn't really have like a posse or like a new uh, emerging artist that you want to showcase or something on your label. She's just like, I'm. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ herself dropped me on planet Earth maybe thirty <laughs> yes. thirty years ago yeah, or exactly. so, and I'm I'm just here exactly. to perform and entertain you guys. But yeah, the, the 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 no opener thing, it really I think I think it is a COVID thing. I think people uh are they wanna they wanna come to the concert that starts at eight at nine o'clock? They wanna be back in their car in their safe pod zone. And then they want to be back at home watching Friends on Netflix, and I think that's what it is. I don't
1: think it has any. I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. I think it has to do with people being like, say, like artists being like, I can save money. No one actually cares about this. And if the show starts at nine and doors are at eight, people can actually have a meal beforehand, which is I think. <laughs> I think that personally, that I really like that I can go. Have a delicious burrito. See the Alex G crowd lining up outside like they're giving away tattered rags at the Goodwill, mm-hmm. while I enjoy while I enjoy some guacamole.
0: While you enjoy your tattered burrito. Yeah, exactly. I
1: show up at eight thirty over at the Eastern, you know, and and that's it. And then I'm and the shows are and then I'm home by t- eleven o'clock. You know, it's just I, I think that that's it's all these events and shows that start at seven. We all know that's dinner time. And even, even for, even for me, someone, someone who wants to eat at 530, I know that in a respectable society, dinner time's at seven. So if you schedule, if you schedule the Linda Lindas at seven, I'm not going to see the Linda Lindas. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make
0: it. Even though the Linda Lindas will do a better, will do a better job than the, than the lemon heads.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not, I'm paying to see the Linda Lindas. The Lindas are, are, sure. are, they're getting, they're, they're being done a favor. And I appreciate that, mm-hmm. and I wish them all the success in the world. You're saying they're a diversity hire? That's pretty interesting. No, no, I'm saying that they're they're <laughs> they're opening for bands that are much bigger than they are. When they're I mm-hmm. actually, they were pretty good, to be honest. But like, do they have any business playing for two thousand people? Probably not. Mm-mm. Industry plans. I, I just I,
0: just, is, I is, love is, the dichotomy or the juxtaposition of both of our nights, where you're just you're over there, you you drive the old truck. I mean, the old Camry down to the local neighborhood kind of mom and paw venue, having a little indie rock burrito, and then the kids. This, this isn't a mom. The kids line up. Mom and pop. I mean, if it happens venue. in Georgia, compared to me over at SoFi, where I don't know the That's Super true. Bowl happens that's true you know it's and you know it's a who's who of all the gays in 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 maybe america did you, now who there. did can
1: we do a can we do a roll call of people you ran into or did you not see anybody you knew no you just felt you just it felt there was it. a
0: lot of people who i recognized from instagram but don't know personally <laughs> you know they, they did some okay. waving so you're saying you saw they
1: waved at me you saw a lot of instagram baddies and gay guys that you don't know at the sh- at the show last night. Correct.
0: I don't know personally. Okay, sure. They know you though, maybe. Oh, for sure. And also my okay, my explore page knows them quite well as well okay
1: so you're you're acquainted with him through your explore page and i'm sure (laughs) i would like to also talk about because you know my outfit as you can imagine for pavement the only thing i was you know every guy in there had on a mesh hat even on stage which was a little bit of a. don't like when guys wear hats on stage
0: and he had it all even though i mean i'm sure the the horn section zoot suit guys had to pair a little something up with those wingtips and everything right no
1: no 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 hats on stage that's a that's a rule for anyone it doesn't you can't rock without hat on if Stephen malcolm has had a hat on I, I i just that doesn't work for me unless it's i guess maybe unless it's an outdoor stage with no covering um and you have to protect your your head this is, an, maybe, inter- in this is an
0: interesting uh stipulation for you chris i like think it. about it when, I, is, I when is about you
1: when is anyone with a guitar ever looked cool with a hat on think
0: i got one it. answer for you chris uh-huh. country music you fucking dumbass i don't think they morgan look- wallen hasn't I, hit the stage without a hat on you idiot i don't i don't actually know if morgan wears a hat
1: i don't know if he's like okay a bit,
0: okay we don't have to say morgan wall we could say every every or yeah. any and every country music artist yeah but they male but what i'm saying to you is the country male identifying the country
1: art, male identifying artists don't look cool they sound good the songs are good but they don't look cool they just have a hat on
0: bro have you seen johnny cash play at a fucking jail bro <laughs> He had the ill he had the he had the That's triple it. black Stetson on. Hedsey and got these. His his Stetson was motherfucking steamed right before he touched the stage. He had the steamed Stetson. He had the brown jowns on. I don't even know I don't even know how he got those. <laughs> how you got
1: these? So but I want to ask because Ro- Rosalia unlike pavement, Rosalia inspires a certain kind of dressing. Yes. Um I would say probably re- revealing skin tight now, did you wear your skims on the outside last night, or did you opt for something a little more loose and, and TJS?
0: I didn't. I didn't do the skims because I needed to breathe in the armpit area. Okay. So I had. I had like. Well, it was custom, but it was kind of like a coat jacket. <laughs> it was. It was more like a piece than anything. Okay. I guess it's like. So um, <laughs> maybe it's like a sh- like a shawl meets football pads. Okay. <laughs> but there was some custom stuff just so I could breathe in the pit. Sure. Sure. The way I move, uh, like my mobility. Is so oh, no. bad that it it sort of doesn't work with oh, most no. garments. You can't
1: have a you can't have a high armhole in your Tom Brown because you're just the way that you move <laughs> is too
0: much. Yeah. It, so so this you know, basically fashion wise and scene report wise, we don't really need to do a, a pavement scene report or fashion wise. No. It's, no. It's guys wearing Kirkland socks that their mom bought them, but and they're older than us. But this was basically the Met Gala for Latinx gays who just found out that you can buy fox racing okay. pants and jackets. And so like are
1: you that. saying that there was an overarching moto mommy theme even amongst the crowd with their style? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Every, okay. Other, every other person in the crowd was wearing some type of leather motorcycle jacket or like the kind of motocross racing, like the fox racing bright colored, yeah. you know, like... Travis Pastrana type vibe going okay, on. Okay. Um which which is like a look that has been sort of around for a long time um in you know certain circles but Rosalía really kind of that that crowd catapulted it to the yeah. advanced Latinx basics. Did
1: you feel as a white man uh did you did you feel overwhelmed with the flavor? Like could you even kind of mm-hmm. keep up or or were you more just like feeling like a bystander versus a participant
0: well luckily since i'm bilingue (laughs) bilingue okay but bilingua luckily since (laughs) i speak i mean so she she addresses the crowd in spanish most of the time and then for more of the for the extra special messages that she wants to send to the crowd she'll do it in spanish and then she'll do do it in english as well kind of like when you're on an international flight or something like that But her English, her English is not the best. She speaks definitely speaks fluent English quite
1: well. Because you don't you don't speak Spanish very well at all, so I just wanted to make sure you were understanding the messages.
0: No, no, I I would say my comprehension level was at about forty percent. Okay, which I think is pretty good considering it was the type of Spanish that was not being spoken in a way that we want to kind of slow down and let Whitey understand. It was it was full full speed Spanish. Letting it ride, cracking jokes, okay. you know. Well, in L.A., I mean, in yeah, it's L.A. it's like seeing she- Morrissey in L.A. or whatever. You got to kind of show out for for the homies, you know. Of course. For the foos, for the mommies gone wild. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the comprehension level was there. Every time I understood something that she said in Spanish, I definitely leaned over to <laughs> Bay and whispered in her ear like, oh, she's." Was- Making a joke um, about if anyone had like a fake ID or something like that. Que chustoso, ja ja, ja. That crazy
1: Rosalia. Let me just tell you what she said.
0: Yeah, like we were like I took my badass chick to some foreign film and she doesn't speak French. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what Gaspar is trying to show here with this um, with this B-roll shot is? I think the know. reason
1: for uh, Rosalia's um, global explosion uh, to the top of the pop charts is that her music, although in in performed in the spanish language See? the
0: vibes are universal and
1: i think that's oh. the you know you know what i'm saying jason
0: i think that that's kind of something i think maybe that, the vibes and the record label are uni- universal <laughs> yeah no i think that the um, i mean look at look at fucking bad bunny selling out sofi stadium twice L- literally the biggest concert tour in the history of music you know and it's and it's very similar it's like no it's, it's a, a primarily spanish-speaking artist making just fun cute music that's the key thing with rosalia and bad bunny they're just adorable people they're they're genuine when they smile it looks real they don't look like they've been like brainwashed by some fucking yeah. capital Records psyop or something like that like yeah. they love yeah. music they're really talented and they're they're just adorable you know everything that they say is cute i think that they also I, I like that they don't try to do things in English.
1: I think that makes it cooler. One thousand. Like I think just being like, "Yo, bro, yo, I'm all set. You guys either like this or you don't," and I'm clearly doing something right. So, like, not pandering. I think in this situation, really behooves it, it really works
0: no it, it, it was cool to see because I, I felt like i was on the inside of a world that was very welcoming to me and was just like hey you know this is we we prefer to conduct our business in espanol yeah and that's the way it's going to be you can rock with us if you want to or not and everyone's like one thousand percent we are rocking with you this is awesome i'm sure Duolingo download spiked last night in Inglewood <laughs> Inglewood we're seeing a spike in Inglewood somebody check Polestar <laughs> I mean me That's... watching that show like halfway through the concert I was like damn bro I need to like maybe I should download Duolingo and just kind of Yeah, the... I, I felt like I owed it to Rosalia to learn and learn Espanol and be fluente in case I ever run into her at Tenants of the Trees of and she asked me a question and I, I need to answer it you know this sounds like it was an
1: overall great experience. Let's talk about the parking just quickly. What, uh, what's the ticket? What's the ticket looking like? Did they accept Apple Pay? Uh, what, what do you, how, how did it go? We, we,
0: we hit the, the $40 lot.
1: Okay. So you, you, classic cheap TJ, but continue.
0: <laughs> well, well, I mean, I think that was the, mo- that was the, that was the first and most expensive parking option that I had as a civilian. Uh, I think other people, or allowed to park in, okay. in other sections, but you might have to like valet or something. And it was, it was obviously a shit Yeah, job. yeah. I that's too much. It. That's too much. I'm not going to valet at that.
1: So 40, 40 for a lot. Now, is this lot on site? Was it, a, was it a repurposed Seven Eleven? Eleven? No, what this was,
0: I mean, bro, it's SoFi. It's all, it's a brand new, like, state of the art parking lot. Show was lit as Bro, hot. I
1: went to, I went to SoFi and I paid $50 to park in a parking lot. That was a Seven Eleven, so I could be avoid the traffic that was going. Oh, and there was it. so much more traffic even going into the stadium. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay fifty large to this guy right now, and we're going to keep it pressing.
0: It was a great parking lot vibe. They're selling the the bootleg T shirts were better than the than the official merch, which is almost always the case. <laughs> Love that. The the merch was a little phoned in. It was really it was just like the the Helvetica white font on the black hoodie that says like Rosalia tour. 2022 los angeles you know like the make it as basic as possible aesthetic kind of vibe which is just so terribly 2015 well
1: i mean i was there was no chicken teriyaki specific stuff
0: i did see one bootleg guy it was a sleeveless t-shirt tank situation that he made uh and it did say chicken teriyaki on it i tried to get a photo of it but uh for a big fella he was moving pretty quick up that aisle and i wasn't able to get a clean (laughs) hit
1: (laughs) those guys you know i've tried to take those guys want to charge you for a photo you know that's kind of where they're at on the hustler area you know what i mean they kind of they're like yeah i'll give you the shirts 25 photos 10 bro what do you think
0: i mean if i ask some random stranger can i take a photo of your shirt it's funny and he's like you have to venmo me 20 dollars." Yeah, i'll probably do it I'm, I'm like, you know, I'd probably
1: do it. I respect the hustle. Pavement merch is really good, actually. I get
0: hard a little bit thinking about that. Pavement
1: merch is really good, and they had this running hat that I was telling you about. They have like an athletic hat, which I thought is very funny because everyone in the audience was thirty pounds overweight. <laughs> um, but I, I liked that quite a lot. I thought it was a cool move for them. I did purchase one. That for, is a cool move. For how long gone research <laughs> beyond live music this weekend? I've been spending some time not only uh with with the television but with some friends that you might understand over Bling Empire season Goddamn 3. Man.
0: Goddamn. Well, one one last remark on the Rosalia concert and then we'll get into your Bling Empire because Bling does not stand for jewelry anymore, Chris. Doesn't it stand for like I forgot. Do did, did you know did, have you heard about this? They <laughs> repurposed the word Bling. No. In the word in, in Bling Empire because they no. felt that it was a little it didn't fit the narrative that they were trying to uh, Achieved for season three, where the narratives for seasons one and two were: look at these f- god awful rich people who are the worst <laughs> people in the world, and now they're like trying to be less insufferable. So they they changed the bling into an acronym for okay. like okay, a you, like a YOLO style acronym about like positive hustle culture or something like that. Like okay, okay, okay. okay. This okay. is how you inherit money from your dad's Xerox company and buy fucking buy a live bobcat <laughs> That's a are bored that's a good idea um but yeah the, the one cool interesting or the last cool interesting part about that show uh in addition to the way you know like the no openers and the blah 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 and it was it was a concert that really felt like an experience with the projections with your friend filming and it was like the aziz show where they had spike jones filming it was the same vibe but couldn't even compare but the best part about it was they made um like at the youtube theater there's the the regular, there's the floor seats, then there's the regular seats, and there's the balcony seating. And then um, they made all the straight people sit in the balcony, and I was able to sort of work my way down to the front and get some better seats. But okay. it was a cool policy that I, that I, that they set into place. That
1: is that is a cool policy. Yeah, straight, straights have to if you're not gonna fucking throw mm-hmm. it back in a circle all night, you're gonna have to <laughs> sit down. That's kind of the penalty.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but you can. But and then it was just a bunch of straight guys, and they had those little kind of binoculars that you hold up to your eyes, like in the Victorian area. And you were allowed to sort of gaze upon them from afar. Like you're you're at the opera, but you can't get too close. It's kind of a different section. Precisely. That's good. Okay, so let's get back to that B-Ling Empire. I, I got to look up what this acronym stands for while you're viewing so em- it. Bling
1: Empire Season 3 is just, um, you know, <sighs> there's a thing that they do now on television, and I, I'm starting to think they're doing it on purpose, where they make every single character bad like you don't have any you don't root for anyone villains only villains only yeah it's villains only and not even necessarily villains in a in a um
0: It would be like if I was not on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's it's like it's like everyone is awful in different ways, but they're they're none of them are like necessarily like mean or like, you know, venomous. They're just like insufferable. Right. In this way that allows it to continue for 8 episodes and maybe somebody, you know, watches those in one day you know what i mean two days maybe Yeah,
0: eight episodes in one day no problem
1: i don't know man it's something else this new style of like everyone is bad and you're still gonna watch it there's no hero is is seems like a very modern thing that has only happened the last couple years and i'm trying to think of other examples but this show is 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 just it's infected with this disease
0: Even, even the good guys or gals or thems Do end up doing some fucked up shit, right?
1: But it's not even—it's not even like fucked up shit. It's like you're either you're either just like annoying or like insufferable, okay, or just like kind of boring. It's like all there's no one that's like, oh, this guy's the life of the party and he's really funny. It's like the guy they think is like the life of the party looks like his face looks like the marshmallow man from having so much fucking work done, and he wears like Versace sneakers and he (laughs) claims to have been in like a Fenty beauty campaign because Rihanna DM'd him. And it's like, but he's working on like real estate and he's also an actor, but it's just like, he's bad. He's like a bad guy and he's ugly. There's no, like, there's no one, you know what I mean? It's like, there used, there used to be archetypes that these producers would just be like, all right, you're the hot one. Mm -hmm. you're the racist one you're the hot buff one
0: right you're the smart you're the level-handed one you're the responsible one you're the voice of reason you're the meth addict the list goes on and now every yeah there's no voices of reason whatsoever and if they are there is a voice of reason there it's a very shrill annoying voice
1: bling empire is literally just like you asian you rich all right come on through
0: do you think that these people on the bling empire the limbs oh by the way i looked it up bling does not mean bling bling, fancy jewelry, okay. expensive okay. money. Okay. It stands for because life is not guaranteed.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good, dude. That's so
0: good. <laughs> Holy shit. Sounds like a fucking NLE chopper <laughs> mixtape.
1: That's actually a sign my mom has in the home
0: gym. Um, that yeah, so is, all these people that- <laughs> who live in fucking Cal- Calabasas gated communities and have, you know, servants wash their asshole for them. You know, this could all go away at any moment. Life is not guaranteed. They could slip on one of their Audemars straps and and break their neck <laughs> exactly. in the marble shower. They could accidentally swallow some Salt Bay's gold leaf on on a, any given Wednesday. I was
1: going to mention. I was going to mention Salt Bay because there's a there's a <laughs> scene where one of the insufferable women whose lips look like uh, pillows and her husband who's like a mute doctor. <laughs> Go to dinner <laughs> at Salt Bay's restaurant sure. and Mila. Co- Mila Kunis approaches the table and they're all friends. I think they either, he's either her surgeon or like they live in the same neighborhood. Oh no. And, and Alex and I Bad were both like, Kunis. I, Yeah, I know. Alex and I were both like, Why would Mila Kunis allow this to happen? Like, you're going to talk to these losers at Salt Bay's restaurant on camera. Like, you're, you don't, you had to sign a release. Like, you didn't. This I'll wasn't tell you
0: like, why, Chris. Blackmail. They got something on her and they made yeah, her do possible. this. That's possible. That's possible. I wouldn't put it past the Salt Bay.
1: I mean, Dr. Chu knows where the bodies are buried on her face. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I think that's <laughs> something, that's something that we, we didn't consider. But so the, the, the like himbo of the show is this guy, Kevin, who's poor he's like a mm. he's like an adopted he's adopted he grew up in, in pennsylvania yeah and he's like a lo- loser who can't get laid but he's like a former male model but he's like got the worst hair i've ever seen
0: just like when i moved to la I was, I was kind of that same vibe exactly
1: exactly same vibe but the best scene of the whole season is he goes back to lancaster pennsylvania lancaster this is a big step for me i'm gonna buy a car i've never owned a car my dad's a car dealer my brother works with him i'm gonna go so they show him go to the Car dealership. His his white his white dad I don't and bro- like
0: where this is going. At his all. his
1: white dad and brother just clearly hate him. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no love lost. He brings- hey
0: Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He brings his gay- <laughs> come back to Lancaster to buy a Kia. <laughs> he brings his gay.
1: He brings gay Kane with him, mm-hmm. and obviously, so his dad's like, "Who's this? Your fucking boyfriend?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know which car to buy." He chest drives like this ugly Mustang, and then he's like. He sees a white Tesla and he's like, damn, this Tesla is money. I gotta get this Tesla. So if he buys, he's like, but he doesn't really know how to drive that well, like shows him kind of like trying to figure out how to okay. drive, but he cops the test. He cops the Tesla. I mean, cops, I'm lo- using loosely. I didn't see any paperwork being signed, obviously. So this could have been for Hollywood, mm-hmm. but it cuts to, it cut, it cuts to 10 minutes later and it just shows the car totaled on the side of the what? street. He bought the, yeah, he bought the. They, they were like they were they're driving to new york to meet his long lost cousin and this motherfucker totaled the tesla 10 minutes <laughs> after buying it
0: all right and they do they you started. think that <laughs> this the this car totaling was staged or do you think it was an authentic crash
1: no 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 that's the fucked up part he like brother car was fucked up like the car was like mangled mm. and he was shook you could tell they were like shook And it was just, it's too good. It's too good to be fake because the show's so bad. And this being the best part of the show, this fucking dumbass totaling a car 10 minutes after he bought it, it's too good. It's too good to fake. I don't think that could be faked. It's too good. Am
0: I going to be able to sit through the bling empire? I mean, I watched the first season, I think, and it it was a tough slog of a hate watch. And I think I did. I do remember DMing. The one guy, like the the, the craziest, yeah, Kane. yeah. probably. Kane. I sent Kane a DM. To get Kane <laughs> I sent Kane a DM. Come on the pod challenge, Kane, and Kane did not. Uh, he he may have left me on red, which is fine. We're we're
1: we're a little we're doing a little better than we were.
0: Kane, it's time it's time to take a second look. Uh, these two guys you've never heard of.
1: Kane is flipping houses now. He took one of his friends to a neighborhood called Eagle Rock that she had never heard of. Are you serious? To show a full teardown property that he purchased, and while he was showing her this blown-out house in Eagle Rock, he got a call from his agent about a movie where he's going to be playing himself. <laughs> so it's, it's just let me just let me just kind of if I just can frame it for you, that's how shit is. Kane is fucking popping in Kane's apartment, right. which he's so rich, but he lives in like a weird apartment somewhere in West Hollywood. It the, the living room features kind of a retail style shoe shelving system that's backlit for him to display his, cole- that, his that collection that appeared on
0: the prequel on i think it was season one or two that's, I
1: saw. That's, no that's right but it was it was i mean look man i don't know it's just it's something that as as a person who loves that kind of television to see it devolve to this point makes me happy and sad
0: right at this, it's at like the same time. uh watching some old time, you know, old time music producer here auto tune for the first time. He's like, by yeah. God, they've done it. Yeah. But also like, what does this mean? But at what cost, you know, what does this mean for society? What have I done? At what
1: cost? I mean, especially to your people, I mean the Asian community, I, I think that the the representation they're getting may not be the representation they want.
0: Well, it gives us a bad name, you know? And that's I think why we are pushing that um that acronym rebrand so heavily. That's
1: right. That's right. Give give me the acronym one more time.
0: Because life isn't guaranteed, <laughs> or is not guaranteed, I should say. Life is not, because life is not guaranteed, and that's that's what, okay. Life is not guaranteed. A Maserati could run over your Gucci mule slipper at any moment. <laughs> Anytime. Any you could get denied
1: entry to a nightclub, and it could put <laughs> you, you could be down bad. Like They that could does not happen.
0: have your name on uh, on the resi at Catch Steak. In the blink of an eye, your life changes.
1: It's all over. It's all over. But I also I saw something else today that I want to discuss with you oh, yeah. and just see where your head's at with it. Because I, I think this is something that is happening everywhere, but it seems predominant here in the South. I, I'm seeing a lot of uh, Atlanta police officers mm-hmm. with... Airpods in on the job.
0: <laughs> I think I think everyone has AirPods in
1: on the job. I but I'm just thinking to myself like you're kind this isn't, you know, this isn't a job where you roll calls. No. You know what I mean? Like like it's kind of like a you got to be present for it. It's kind of like once your shift is over, the job is over unless you're doing private security at a strip club, of course. Why is that allowed? Why do I see a man with a gun and a body camera that can arrest me mm-hmm. listening to like a podcast in one ear? that seems crazy
0: to me he's listening to a try guys um top 10 taco <laughs> bell menu items i try guys <laughs> eat the whole menu at arby's he's listening to that on one ear and he's like sir do you know why i pulled you over <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> crunch <laughs> supreme yeah, number sir, three you're re- uh, i wouldn't say uh, that's my p- <laughs> these guys are funny no i mean I, you see it funny. everywhere and I think what it is is like the labor force it, they're sort of uh, the balls in their court a little bit it's a it's a workers market for now until um, Elon's robots replace us all but like if you it, like it's so hard to find employees to work at fucking McDonald's or or the mail yeah. like every mailman every UPS driver every FedEx driver every fast food worker has an ear an airpod in i have a lot of questions how do you keep that charge going all day for your eight hour shift do you have backups how do you afford so many airpods um but i think it's like hey uh, we can't find anyone to work at all so let's let them let's say like hey we have competitive wages signing bonuses and we will let you listen to call her daddy while you're making french fries in the back or whatever it is you know what i mean it's just and i think they're just like yeah we're i'm just bored being a cop so i need to listen to fun stuff
1: and i'm down with that i am not down with that no i'm down for for somebody working at fucking tcby when i
0: order a yogurt but i'm not yeah, okay yeah if you're washing it. dishes in the in the dish yeah. kit and you want to fucking listen to rogan i don't give a flying shit But i'm
1: not i'm not
0: okay With a man with a gun who could (laughs) shoot me. If your job depends on being alert and aware of your surroundings at any given moment because something could pop off and your life is constantly in danger, maybe let's turn the noise canceling off (laughs) and start listening to the fucking... The sounds around you. I know that Marin had another
1: great episode this week, but like <laughs> you got to do that in your off time.
0: Yeah. Officer, I don't care that Angel Olson really opened up. I don't care. <laughs> officer. <laughs> but also, oh, like, this is a good thing for me because, you know, me living in Glendale, Glendale PD, they don't play that. You know that, right, Chris?
1: You're saying that the Glendale PD they is, keep
0: these streets clean over here. Are so. you saying they're
1: wearing Ray J's AirPods? You're <laughs> saying they just they don't wear AirPods at all.
0: No, I'm I'm saying that they they do wear AirPods, but I'm I'm saying they they run a tight ship over here and they're able to get the job done while also wearing their pods. Okay. This is a good thing for me as somebody who isn't a career criminal on the federal level, <laughs> but I do I do small crimes on petty, a day-to-day petty, basis. Petty stuff. Petty crimes, moving violations, I'm mm. running red lights, I'm running arrows. I'm I'm doing California rolls at every stop sign. Mhm. The more that cops listen to podcasts, the higher the chance that they are going to recognize me oh, and my voice I, I from see. how long gone. Okay, okay. Whenever, like, so I see a cop driving down the street in my neighborhood. They'll give, they'll do a little double honk. TT, what's going on? What's good, big fella? Big country. I see you, brother. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, once they find out, I mean, I don't know if they... I don't know if they're big fans of Death Cab or however they're going to discover our show. Sure, that John Early. I don't. I mean, I say I don't like gays, but I will tell you what, he makes me laugh. My I, the I, wife loves him, so we listen to
1: him. I know that a lot of cops are super into figurative painting, <laughs> so I think maybe that could be. You know, the, that the-
0: Issy Issy Woods slapped. <laughs> I've been trying to get a hold of one of her pieces for a while now. Yeah, you know, I called my guy down at Sotheby's. He didn't have shit for me. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Good luck. You can, if you can find one, let me know." Any uh but yeah, all that is to say, if if that happens, the more uh, I might need a lifeline at some point when when they catch TJ doing something that where they're you know, when when you're watching a, a movie and the cops like. Yeah, John. You know, we're gonna have to bring you in this time. I'm sorry. We, you know, uh, like they, you, you did a crime that was a little too much mm-hmm. to give you the the slap on the wrist mm-hmm. and, and send you on your way. When I'm in that situation, I don't know what it's gonna be extortion or somebody somebody tries to fight me at a hookah lounge and I put two in his leg whatever it could be <laughs> and bro. i need a j- get i need a get out of jail free card I had a mouthful of, i had a
1: mouthful of pineapple smoke <laughs> this motherfucker put two in my leg
0: yeah I'm, you know you've seen to catch a smuggler they see me at the at, at polish customs with the walkie mm-hmm. and they'll pull that or ear i might i might have to autograph someone's ear AirPod or something like that and it, that's what I'm hoping for. So all cops listen to how long gone.
1: I actually, that's, I heard a new country song today, actually mm. that kind of works in the same way. It's called famous friends and it's by Chris young and Kane Brown. God damn it. And it talks about how in these big cities, I don't, you never heard of my fan, but in a small town, I got famous friends, my buddy, Jason, he's the sheriff. <laughs> He'll flash his lights, but let me go. My boy Randy, he's a preacher. My girl Megan, she's been teacher of the year. I swear for five years in a row. (laughs) And that's kind of what you're, I see kind of what you're, I see kind of what you're saying. You're, you're saying like, I may, I may not be famous in the Big Apple or in Los Angeles proper, but in Glendale, you know what I mean? A cop will see me and he'll kind of just tip his hat and let me go Mm -hmm. because we went to high school together
0: on a macro and micro level. Mm -hmm. Not unlike what Kane, Kane Brown was saying on that. When he was really spitting.
1: he's really, This motherfucker is spitting. This shit has got bars. I, I got friends in high places on these small town roads, you know? And that's something that we can kind of relate to. Because I think of Glendale as a big... It's it's a small town, big city. You know what I mean? Kind of situation.
0: Look, whatever these rednecks need to tell themselves about why they're mad that they're not allowed to do cool stuff. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> no, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, this mid Lil Yachty song that, that is one minute long and... That every nerd on the internet is pulling their dick out about, mm-hmm. and I don't understand. I literally don't understand. It's a minute long snippet, mm-hmm. and I do think it, the title is cool, um, because he's talking about drinking lean, which would lead him to float to Poland, <laughs> I believe is kind of. <laughs> it, it puts you in a. It, uh, that's my understanding of the lyrics. I'm not a rap genius, obviously. Okay, but I just don't understand. I like Lil Yachty. I want him to win. I think he's very cool, and I, he has made music in the past that I've liked. I just can't understand why all these like white nerds are so excited about a 1 minute snippet of him kind of yodeling on with autotune. Right. Is it because the lyrics are cool? Do I not get it? Is it a classic Chris doesn't get it? Or would you agree that the snippet is indeed mid?
0: Um, I was trying to pull up the the lyrics exactly just to see, okay, I took the walk to Poland, I took the walk to Poland, took the walk to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> uh few few ha i've been fiendin uh like i'm keenan right around with the kel tech okay so that's a keenan and kel reference yeah instead of high tech cough syrup he's created kel tech what if kel is kel tech could be a weapon i guess it could be a tech nine gun as well mm-hmm. a triple entendre that's why y- yachty stays winning and it's nice i mean what else rhymes with Fiendin other than keenan um, SNL, great yeah, Keenan Thompson, point. the backbone of the <laughs> great, show, great and point. I kind of agree with that. A great point. Next sentence: If you mean it, baby girl, do you mean it? I've been leaning, baby girl. I've been leaning. Yeah. Parentheses walk. Few, few, few. Parentheses walk. Phone still ringing. Battling my demons, fiendin', fiendin'. Hope you love me, baby. I hope you mean it. <laughs> so this is this is basically, I guess. A song about sneaking cough syrup through to catch a smuggler style across uh-huh. the border to Poland. Uh, I guess he had a show where yeah, some type of Russian mafia members who have nineteen year old children who have like hot pink guns yeah. and are low key Nazis. You know, paid him five hundred thousand dollars to take a private jet to go do a show in someone's backyard like little brawny style, and he is addicted to cough syrup and and it's making him uh i guess sort of miss his life partner at home uh he wouldn't be the first person to have codeine um kind of make him get in his feelings i've been there i'm sure you have as well
1: yeah i was there for about five years i think
0: that the um
1: i think that if i want lean to be back because there was a point where lean where drake when drake was on lean music was better than it is now that, that set a tone, mm-hmm. and I think that we need, like, all this fentanyl is dangerous. We need prescription drugs back on the table, and I'm sure Yachty's only getting the finest walk.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he's not <laughs> dealing,
1: dealing some aftermarket walk.
0: He's, yeah, he's on his Morimoto shit. He's got top chef level exactly. walk no i mean i agree with you music especially the music of drake's was much better when he was addicted to you know powerful prescription sedatives and painkillers because you know drake is the king of spazzes, dweebs uh, not to take words out of lizzo's mouth i can't believe she said that word but you know he he needed to be sedated you know, it's like a, you got you, you. know when you see those little badass kids running around, those little three year old kids just screaming and knocking shit over. They need to be sedated. You put some orange Fanta in their cup that's got a little oomph in it, mm-hmm. and suddenly these kids are pretty fucking cool. They're like, "Was really good," and then they're just like walking around like, <laughs> "Hey, mom, I'm gonna go take a bath." And you're like, "All right, have fun, bro." You know. So Drake needed to chill out, but the thing is, it's it is a little bit of at what cost because the music is better i don't i don't care about anything else when harvey weinstein was running hollywood the movie chill chill chill, but at what cost but at what cost do you know what i mean that
1: is an that is an unfair comparison these these gentlemen are choosing to ingest the walk (laughs) and that is the that that is the difference the walk is not being forced upon them by a fat man with penis implants it's it's just it's 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 literally their choice and I think that it does lead to creating I'm
0: just I'm just saying good good things can come from bad scenarios. Harvey Weinstein is a bad scenario. Being cripplingly addicted to cough syrup is a bad scenario. But amazing, beautiful, timeless, reverbed art can be created from <laughs> reverbed that. Reverbed art. And as long as you're willing to you know, sacrifice your body, brain, and criminal record for that. Well, to
1: all, to all the white guys with a, a mad villain tattoo and a wall full of vinyl, um, w- keep your Air Forces crispy <laughs> and keep rocking with that snippet, bro. It's all you. Uh, all my graphic designers... <laughs> Uh, all my graphic designers with the big apple monitor that costs 5k you keep rocking with this little yachty. you know what i'm saying you guys rock with so is
0: is it safe to say you're not allowed to to officially rock with that song unless you do have a crippling uh, addiction to cough syrup or not crippling but like you've danced with that devil before until you've known eleven days of constipation, you can't really be listening to that in your AirPod Maxes. I
1: mean, it's a little bit like these these nerds. I, it's just so nerdy. Like I don't know. Like the only people that get excited about a little Yachty snippet are white guys that work at ad agencies. So us. I saw a clip right before we started podcasting of a comedian mm-hmm. uh, named Ariel Elias. Um, who is uh, was was performing a stand up show, and she was like, "Do you guys have any questions?" And someone <laughs> said, "Did you vote for Biden?" <laughs> and okay. she's like, "What? Like what? Like why are you asking me this?" And she's like, "Did you vote for Biden?" And and she's like, "Why? Why are you like what? Like?" And then she makes she mm-hmm. and she basically she basically is like. I can tell you voted for Trump because no one wants you to talk and you won't stop, mm-hmm, which is very mm-hmm. funny to the to the to the heckler. And then we think it's over, and then you see a full IPA hit the brick wall because it was hurled at the comedian Ooh. after she made this joke about about the about the heckler. Hmm. And the Draymond Green thing he's duffing out his hater. We have this this um heckler trying to duff out the hater that they think a the comedian. <laughs> I just think we're seeing a move to duff out the haters. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that remember where you heard this first?
0: Okay, so you you you're seeing a, an emerging trend where people do the, my least favorite phrase of of Gen Z People who are quote waking up and choosing violence. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, the Draymond Green thing uh, once again. Like it it make makes basketball interesting, and I just like to see a fellow podcaster of that stature Mm kind of stand up to someone who's who's talking mess to him. You know, (laughs) and I hope that doesn't affect his his you know. Cadence thirteen contract or whatever, but you know it's it's going okay. to
0: affect some of his <laughs> deal flow on a on a number of yeah. his, uh, his. I know that I know that our
1: boys at Cash App wouldn't abandon Draymond.
0: I mean, hopefully, I, I guess if you're a, a, a heckler at a stand up show where you paid thirty seven dollars plus a two drink minimum to see this person. And then you yell kind of an odd heckle asking somebody who they voted for, as yeah. if that matters to you know, whether or not they can tell a joke. If you then throw a glass bottle, you know, and attempting to hit their head I
1: think to be fair, I think it was a can. Not not that, that makes it any better. It was a can.
0: But it was it was a high altitude IPA though, yeah, right? And that's four percent, it's got some weight to it. Either way, you know, in the eyes of the law, throwing a, a can of beer or a bottle of beer or whatever. At somebody's head could be considered attempted assault of some kind, right?
1: You have to remember that the cop at the comedy cellar is fucking got (laughs) his AirPods in, listening to a fucking podcast, so he probably (laughs) didn't—he didn't probably catch this to begin with. Yeah, the security—if the (laughs) the security
0: guard at the at the cellar, he definitely had an AirPod in and he was definitely listening to a different comedian, (laughs) but also, you know, the Blue Lives Matter. Punisher skull patch on his um, Bulletproof vest right above his GoPro that's turned off <laughs> Is also going to lead you to believe that yeah. He might be standing up For the heckler more than the than the Stand up I just thought it was she She Truly like
1: eviscerated the, 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 the like her The comedian's response to the heckle was Very very funny like legitimately funny mm-hmm. And I, I love that it, la- that it Just took long enough for the person To process that they got burned <laughs> And then they were like you know what fuck this I'm th- throw my beer yeah. i just really liked that it wasn't instantaneous it was just like <laughs> the joke was good enough where she had to let it like sink in and get mad again and then throw, sure. throw the beer and
0: i i think it, I'll, I'll look at that video i think it's cool i think there's you know there there needs to be some justice because if you are in in the in a stand-up comedy concert everyone is sort of has a non-verbal agreement of like we're going to make fun of things you might be offended you might not but we're all gonna live to fight another day, we're all laughing and, and about our differences and it's all good. Yeah. As soon as you cross the line with, with physicality like that, I think that there should be a little bit more street justice.
1: I think oh there should definitely be some street justice.
0: Unfortunately, stand up comedians are all pussies, so not not much is gonna happen. But <laughs> yeah. you know, if I would if I was at that show and I was a fellow stand up comedian, I of course would be Captain Save-A-Ho, stand up for my female comedian allies. I would get a couple bruisers in the stand-up world, just like you, you know, big fellas, Mm -hmm. and go find that person, hold them down, mafia style, and then let this um, female comedian take a couple licks, you know. Yeah,
1: go Draymond mode at the at the cellar. Go
0: Draymond mode. We don't need to kill anyone. We don't need to stab anyone. We don't need weapons. That's what I mean. That's a couple people holding a, a holding a bad person down, and then the good person who was wronged. You know, a couple left, a couple right. This is
1: my whole point. This is my whole thing about death. You,
0: you got a black eye, and you and you forget, and you you never forget what you did, and you and you think twice the next time. That's you try whole to point. Throw a getting, fucking bottle at someone. Getting head.
1: punched in my, getting punched in the face once is that really a, should that be a crime? I mean, you know what I mean. If you if you if you deserve it,
0: should that be a crime? It wasn't a crime back in the day. You know,
1: like obviously, you know, murder and and extreme violence of any way that could really harm someone should be. But you know, if somebody's talking mess and you just haul off and slug them, like why? That's that's just that could be the end. You know what I mean? Like that could just be the end. We keep it pressing. It's all good. <laughs> you know, a lesson is learned. But in, in Biden's America, you know, you're going to jail for, for, you know, yelling at someone. And it's just not, I just don't know. Is this the country you want to live in, Jason? I'm not sure. You know, I'm just not sure. It's
0: true. I mean, you, you do run into the danger of hitting somebody and then they fall and hit their head. And then next thing you know, you're. You're doing life in prison next to Dahmer.
1: I'm so sick of I'm so sick of fucking Dahmer talk. But yeah, you're right.
0: I'm sick of Dahmer talk too. We need to stop um, building up these Wisconsin voices. Well,
1: I mean, I like that people are like mad at Rick Ross because he's like, "Where do I get the Dahmer shades?" <laughs> you're like, "Bro, you already
0: have eleven pairs. You're Rick Ross."
1: Yeah, they're called Kazals. You, you, you've been wearing them for years. Uh, Dahmer just swagged them out.
0: Yeah, enough, enough time. Enough time has passed. So, yeah, the, uh, another Sunday. I'm, 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 I, I'm a little still hungover from, uh, my DJ battle with Benji B. Obviously, I smoked him like one of my backwoods. <laughs> but, you know, he's a good sport on it. He knew that it was, it was sort of away team versus home team. And
1: how, how much did he dislike it? Like, how much did he remember you at all? Or did you have to fully explain? No, no,
0: are? no. He, no, he knew who I, I've, I've hung out with him in person. So he knew who I was and. So all that stuff was a joke. We are we are our actual friends, but no. He we we said what's up, and I was you know I I, I threw him my headphones, and I was like good luck. And then when he played his he put on his first song of some you know tasteful world music house, and I I grabbed my USB and threw him a cunty look and like mm. did, did you get right, turned up? Bye. Did you get Have turned fun. up
1: at the Astor Hollywood?
0: It was medium turn up. They were nice enough to give me a bottle of. Uh, casamigos on ice with a with a large one liter glass topo chico and some limes that's that's nice mm, that that's is nice. nice but yeah it was, it was a good party. swag right there and thank you to the homies over at purple pr you guys were in a tight ship <laughs> you, perp nation
1: perp, perp nation yeah everybody's laughing in atlanta because there's a there's a coffee shop here called perk p-e-r-c mm-hmm. have we talked about this before and everybody no. I'm, they're like bro can you believe they named it perk and i'm like yeah, I can because it's clearly somebody who has no idea what that means. Like, it's, it's like so <laughs> obvious that, that this is like some middle aged guy who had no idea what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's been told a million times, but he's got a storefront and like product and he's not going to change it now. Perk it's is just definitely
0: funny. the name of like uh, a coffee shop in Palm Springs run by like a 52 year old gay who's in very good shape and has gray hair. And he's like, yeah, you come here, you get perked up. Exactly. And then everyone driving by is like, bro you name your shit york 30 bro <laughs> that's crazy Yo, that's the, the opposite of being perky
1: bro this is crazy you don't even know what you did bro <laughs> um okay all right well another good week here at how long gone um some more big pods for you next week yeah
0: there are really good really good pods coming up this week and also the izzy wood podcast from last week If you haven't listened to that, you should go back and listen to that. That's become one of our our fans and audience members' low-key favorite.
1: I spoke to Izzy yesterday, and I put her on to Southern Charm. (laughs) And... um she was kind of explaining to me the similarities to to Southern Charm and and um, some of the upper class British culture as well. So I'm mm. learning a lot. Oh wow! Okay, Br- bridging worlds, you know, um, in a right. way, in a way, that...
0: royalty transcends borders. That's very interesting.
1: That, that's right. Uh, more pods this week. The shows are coming up quickly. Uh, obviously the Troubadour on the nineteenth is sold out. There's still some tickets left for the Lodge Room with John Early on uh the twentieth mm-hmm. uh, in L. A. Uh, make sure you get those. We're going to have some new merch going online this week. Obviously, there'll be new merch uh, at the shows exclusive uh, for New York and L.A. Very excited about what we have uh, coming down the pipes uh, in, that ra- yeah. in that realm. Our New
0: York shows are going to be very sick. <laughs> Our Alison Roman experience at the Bowery is going to be a culinary journey mm-hmm. not to be missed. And then also for the Lodge Room show um we're gonna do an after party i think at at burger lords which is just next door we'll set up some some turntables i'll be djing probably with a couple other friends and we'll have some some beer and wine and music and everyone can kind of stand around and smoke cigarettes together while i play music so that's just another fun adam bonus you can make a night of it come out to highland park Get the babysitter, whatever you want to do. Come see how long gone live, and then hang out. You know, and let's say till midnight. It'll be an El Prado style hang where a bunch of people in carharts smoke cigarettes on the sidewalk.
1: Yeah, and luckily in Highland Park, like you know, the, the all the young parents and dog owners kind of go home, so you can kind of run the streets after after dark.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, how long
1: gone? Uh, we will talk to you uh, guys next week. Thank you for listening, and it's our pleasure to serve you.
0: Adios.